Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I feel like I just got hit by a fucking bus. (laughs) It's what you get for stalking. Yeah, I mean, truly. I, um... I just feel like you should stay out of the streets. The mean streets of Manhattan is nothing to joke about. No, never back like back up into a street, I think is probably yeah. like the headline. Um, don't do it. It's a bad idea. You'll probably get hit by a bus. Probably. Um, the yeah. likelihood is very high. Yeah. Especially in New York. Because the thing is, is that like, I mean, I we've talked about this a bunch but i worked in the city for nearly 10 years i cross the streets all the time my theory was if they hit me they hit me like i'm going now yeah i didn't like not look when i was crossing the street well you certainly didn't back up into the street either no i never went i never walked backwards in manhattan that uh that would like, I mean, there's so many fucking idiots walking the city because, like, literally they have their heads in the skies. I'm just like, fucking move forward, you idiot whores. Um, so, like, I'm going to say that this is, like, 80% Todd Mulcahy's fault. Oh, this is, like, an 100% Todd Mulcahy's fault. Like, this guy has the most unearned confidence that I've, like, pretty much ever seen on a character and will mm-hmm. obviously get into it. This ep- these two episodes, uh, if you're, you know, if you're not sure what we're talking about, we watched two episodes, 13 and 14, Todd Mulcahy, part one and two. Um, 
these two episodes were fucking insanity and yeah. like we have now hit the point where felicity is like making fun of itself which i appreciate because when we started the show i was like felicity is a full-on stalker like why is she our main character yeah but now we're to the point where we're like you know it's a bit meta she knows that she stalked ben and so she's willing to admit it and i i like that about this show i like that it was willing to be like yes felicity our main character was also a stalker but she has learned the error of her ways and karma is a big old bitch yeah. and in the name, in the form of Todd Mulcahy. <laughs> she's repenting for her sins and she knows that she's yeah. on the apology train. She's, she asked for forgiveness, but yeah. Uh, but you know, it's not all about Todd Mulcahy, even though he does rule the world. We have a lot of other storylines in these two episodes that I felt like were really interesting or kind of interesting almost interesting uh almost, namely almost the <laughs> namely the julie storyline which um obviously uh we were very excited to see julie take this internship um and i am disappointed to see that it's ended so quickly but i don't think that this is like a period in the sentence for this storyline no, certainly not. So for, for those of you who are here weekly, we're going to take these ones a little differently. We usually just go like chronological through the episode, but there's like so much to get into and we don't want to be here for three hours. You no. don't want to be here for three hours. No, today's the Super so Bowl. We, are you going to have, are you, you got to watch football? Are you going to have soup on the Super Bowl? No. Okay. I'm not really you a heard it here first, folks. Yeah. No soup. Um, but but yeah so we have a lot to talk about so we're going to kind of take it like storyline by storyline um and yeah let's start with julie because i feel like i got a little duped sarah like i had said i had a little bit of apprehension when julie says this rando on the internet just says that this lady's my mom and i was like how are you trusting this rando on the internet like what mm -hmm. are his credentials what you know what proof does he have? Um, and then I saw Julie's mom and they did such a good job with casting that I was like, oh, okay, that does look like Julie. Like, sure, great. And so they did dupe me a little bit with, with you know, the visual of it all. However, it's not exactly, I'm not being like blown over with this storyline of, yeah, it turns out this woman is not Julie's mother like she thought. Yeah, so I guess what we find out is that you can't believe everything that you read or hire on the internet including right. pi credentials right. um i i don't know like let's not bury the lead like are you confident that caroline is not julie's mom i feel i feel like yes i i think that her reaction to all of you know to the the tape that julie sends her and the conversation that she has with julie she seemed very sincere i i mean i guess also in the for the show like how do you turn this back around to then be like actually it is her mom you know yeah i don't know like i feel like i would have a hard time believing her but you'd Caroline. be like an a test right now i mean kind of because I feel like, you know, maybe she's like a, uh, she has a family, she has children, she's established in her career. Like, it's not impossible for me to think that a woman 
that gave up a pregnancy is denying it 18 years later. But um, also, I did not talk about the biggest news in news history. Um, Biggest news in news history. Yeah. So in the last episode in Friends, we when Julie's recording the note to is her name Caroline or Carol? Caroline. Um good question. Well, uh, who cares really? It doesn't Caroline. Matter, I'll call her Caroline. I think it is Carol, but I'll I'll look and I'll let you. Okay. Know. It is Carol. Ju- Julie announced to Carol that her birthday was March 8th. Now, this is important to me because yes. my birthday is March 9th. Right. Which means that our good gal Julie is a Pisces queen. And I think this tracks for me. Does this track for you as well? Yeah, the like artistic side of it. She seems like pretty sensitive. She seems like a people pleaser. Very caring. Obviously, she yeah. was putting Felicity's feelings first before she um like initiated anything with Ben mm-hmm. uh eventually. And I also think that like the uh vagueness makes sense as well because mm-hmm. like she wasn't the thing that like julie needs to work on is like articulating and communicating when she has strong feelings about something yeah like she should have just said to felicity fuck off like this is none of your business i like ben and you've never gotten with ben just like leave me alone or like at least say like i really want to pursue things or I don't know, just even like spoken up about anything. Uh, and she did not. So yeah, like I do think that she is a Pisces queen. Like I will, and I will happily accept her into my clan with um with uh, uh Dawson Leary mm-hmm. and her. I forget when Dawson's birthday was, but I definitely think that his birthday was in March as well. I do not remember, but I'll I'm trust pretty, you on I'm that. I'm pretty confident he was a Pisces king. Um, yeah. Austin but- Leary's birthday. <laughs> and not the Sweet 16 birthday. Yeah, he was born on March 14th. Um, there you go. So, yeah, I will accept all these people into my clan, into the whiny baby clan. Mm-hmm. Come, come to me, my children. Yeah. And so, like, poor Julie, right? Like, she she ends up like applying for this like internship job thing and she gets it. And then, and and she's always like, Oh, I should tell her I should send the, I should send them the, um, what is it? Tape or whatever that I recorded for her. However, I just want to get to know her like a little bit first. I don't, it feels very like, She's like, well, if I get to know her first and then I send it to her, she can't be like, this girl's a weirdo because she knows me. Um, I feel like it it tracks, but also it's just such a bad idea. Yeah. Also, I get it. Yeah. And it's 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 even worse when like, you know, Carol seems really kind and she is we we talk about this a lot. (laughs) I don't know why there's always architects on television and all of this stuff. We talked about it last podcast, but Carol seems like a really nice person in that she will have lunch with Julie, who is like the newest employee, you know, like doesn't she doesn't need to do that. And she has like multiple conversations with Julie about her interests and all of that. And so they do seem to be connecting and so you think this is going to be like a happily ever after story right and julie finally sends the the tape to her she tries to get it back but she can't um 
And it turns out, yeah, uh, Carol says, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not your mother. Yeah. Um, I think it makes it harder. The fact that Carol was a nice person and a good person, even somebody that had been working there for a while. I think her name was like Tina, even Tina really liked her. And, Mm -hmm. um, Okay, I know I've said that all architects are miserable, horrible human beings. Mm-hmm. And it's not not true, but Carol seems like a really nice person. And I think that it makes it harder for Julie to accept that because, especially because of the common interests. And also uh, the fact that this woman has a family already. She has two children that she loves. She has a husband. Um, I think... Like, there was a world where Julie was seeing herself fit into this equation. Yeah. Um, And I think it's, like, really hard to let that fantasy go. And I think that when she talks to Carol and she's like, "I, it wasn't me. Like, I never had a baby. I never had a baby that I put up for adoption, that is. Um, Like, you see, like... Julie go through like the different stages of like grief like she has like the denial stage like no like we have so much in common like Mm -hmm. uh, you play guitar and I could play guitar and like yeah the the face that she makes when she realizes how um, like small that is on the grand scheme of things when like and how silly she kind of felt in that moment when that was like her big evidence it was like a little heartbreaking because like she wanted it so bad yeah and i this is why i do think that like this is the honest truth and we're not gonna get a like gotcha moment later because carol says like i don't know what to tell you like i'm really sorry like i wish i could help you i'm not your mother but like good luck like i really hope you find her all of this seemed so genuine from carol Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like someone who is trying to hide something um and like you said like yes she does have reasons for like if she did want to hide it, right? She has a family, she has a career, she has all these other things, but it it didn't seem like that from Carol. But I just ended up feeling so bad for Julie because, you know, I I was worried this something like this would happen if you like just find some random PI online and yeah. they don't give you any evidence as to why this woman is your mother. And we have like Ben trying to like mediate you know kind of tamper her expectations a little bit but he is really at a loss for like how to help her as well and he's going through his own thing so it really is it's tough for julie and this certainly isn't the end of this storyline obviously but i want to know maybe we should get our guesses in um how long do we think until julie actually finds her birth mother Maybe season two. Like, I don't think that this is going to be resolved this season. I was going to say, I think it could be like a season finale sort of thing where it's like she sees she sees her birth mother from afar in the season finale, but she doesn't actually interact with her. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling towards Ben during this whole situation? Because, like, obviously... I felt like really frustrated with him throughout it because even though he's trying to, like... um like tamper expectations and soften the blow i think that like once again me and my queen julie pisces like i think that like 
it feels it's kind of reminds me of something that like maybe you would do for me and I would have resistance towards it because I want to be and Julie wanted to be living in our fantasies of like this is all going to work out this is totally my mom like everything is going to be okay I'm so excited and like somebody like you or Ben are saying like look like as a person that I, I like, I love you and I care for you. Like, I don't want you to be like hurt by all of this. Yeah. I, I think beyond the first slip up that Ben has, I think he did a pretty good job. Like the first slip up being, he sees that she's applying for the job and, and he like gets on her case about like, this is a terrible idea. And he's going through his own and he, he like immediately senses like, wow, that was not great what I just did I need to go fix things with Julie and he says like I'm going through some stuff with my dad like he cut me off I'm really stressed and my own relationship with my father shouldn't impact like you know what's going on with you and your family um but overall I thought he did a decent job like I thought Ben had a pretty good two episodes given that he starts out like kind of getting on Julie's case and really in a financial peril essentially yeah. But he yeah. he does work things out, and I I really like um, we now get so not only does uh, Felicity work at Dean and Deluca, but now Ben has a job at Dean and Deluca, and his yeah. interaction with Javier, oh, um, which we also so we have to good. apologize um, and say that Javier should have been in the rankings last episode. We mm -hmm. deeply apologize. He will yeah, be I in think them that the Javier would have made my like number two position. Oh, a I, thousand percent. If I, after Julie, if I if I had remembered him, but um, it was so funny. So yeah, we see for Ben. He, his dad cut him off, which I don't really understand why. It just seems, I mean, I think it's basically the answer is like his dad's an asshole. They yeah. probably got in an argument over something and his dad was like, that's it. You're done. Mm -hmm. And unlike a lot of the other characters, Ben lives in an apartment. He does not live in the dorms. And so you're paying month to month rent, which is probably cheaper overall than dorms are. But dorms, you're usually you're getting financial aid or student loans to help pay for. So he needs money pronto right 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 because he talked to um what's his face sean sean and sean sean owns this property yeah this um, is so fascinating to me that i guess i always assumed sean was was like a college student but it seems like he owns the building they live in and the, the reason he's able to kind of like pay for it is because he has subletters you know he, they have roommates which i yeah. guess after the robbery situation the other two moved out which is probably a good idea um yeah. you know what i think like i'm now thinking that sean is like 28 years old oh wow that's a lot older yeah no i'm like feeling like he is but anyway he could be. um so he's like a decent guy because he's like you know what like you can go like a month without paying rent and i'll cover you it's okay or like you can be late and then um ben promises to get on top of it and get a job he asks felicity if he can uh get a job at dean deluca and mm -hmm. she sets up a interview with javier and, and this like is javier's wet dream and oh, the yeah. reason is because listen we all know he hired felicity because felicity is the drama right she brings the drama and can right. you imagine felicity approaching javier and like this whole conversation and her being like 
I have someone I want to like refer in. Um, it actually is the guy that I stalked like when I first got here and yeah. he needs a job and he's actually like really good looking. And Javier is like, that's all I need to hear. He's hired. I don't care. I don't care if he worked at a, you know, I don't care where he worked previously. He could work, have never have any job experience. He's hired. He's hired. But I, <laughs> my favorite part of the, these two episodes, I think was when, um, when what's his face when ben was like so do i have the job and javier's like no i'm sorry and ben's like really he's like no i'm kidding i love you of course and it was like yeah. so funny he's like i love you of course you have the job yeah uh, i i just love uh, javier like he's the worst boss um <laughs> For like so many reasons. Is he though? I don't know. Like, well, but he's we talked about this though. He is that boss from when we were teenagers who's like Mm -hmm. friends with all the teenagers and a little bit too close to them, a little bit too involved in their drama. Yeah. Like Colleen Bologna, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. I just love, I love um him him giving ben a hard time about ben not wearing the hat which is part of the uniform and ben just like get over yourself i'm sorry this was the thing from ben that annoyed me the most these two episodes was the fact that he like would not just wear his hat i but i know like i know this guy like i know like oh, we once all again, know for this my guy they just yeah. don't wear all the uniform and the manager Ugh. that's a little too close to him and is like please put on the uniform and then they laugh about it because they know that they're not gonna do it um, I know this guy. Uh, yeah. So also, um, just like uh, the also the fact that like Javier was like asking Ben for fitness advice, and like Ben was like a little oh too honest, but Javier loved it. I think it's going to be a very funny dynamic to see Ben at um, Dean and Deluca because you know, you know that's going to cause issues in the future, especially with Noel. Because Noel's such a jealous boy. And oh. uh, it's going to drive him crazy. Like, Noel already asked about it. And he's bothered by it. But also, yeah, they also are tr- starting to form, like, a little bit of a bromance that's, like, so suspicious. But um, because Noel comes to Ben's work and asks how how was felicity in high school and we know that ben like did not talk to felicity in high school at all um but he does ben does make a very good mocha evidently yeah this this whole thing is so funny to me i especially love when javier's like okay tell me be honest do i look fat am i fat like i mean obviously this doesn't you know don't ever if someone ever asks that the answer is literally always no okay right. like the answer is always no but you ben never was like, say yeah no. ben was like yeah a little bit i do like the i do like ben saying are you trying to lose weight because like i know some like healthy eating tips and stuff that might help like that i thought was nice um but i i just i love ben saying like oh the key is low carbs and uh and javier's like oh carbs are my worst enemy and i love how he like he knows julie too like that's how you know javier is entrenched in the drama when julie walks in he's like julie's here and i'm like oh my god javier you are in too much people's business you just know everything they did spend thanksgiving together oh that's fair i forgot about that he was at thanksgiving that's true that's true um but yeah so ben has like a decent episode but we should talk about sean's invention while we're on the topic of ben because Mm -hmm. sean um first of all we know that his uh dispensers his like vending machines for um for what are they instant cameras what are they called oh yeah instant uh yeah yeah the 
um, disposable, cameras. disposable cameras yeah, are still taking off. Maternity ward, excellent spot to put them. I think. I think that this is his best business venture by far. I'm like I think very, so too. very impressed by how smart this is. Um, I agree, yeah. Now, what does not work for me is this cursed invention of pre-milked cereal. This is fucking vile. So, this is so disturbing. It is cereal that is like entrenched in powdered milk and then all you have to do is add water to it. It this is this reminds me of Tommy um our friend Tommy. Yes. Uh his invention was green milk, which is just leftover milk from cereal. vile terrible yeah. invention yeah awful idea um adding water it just seemed so disgusting yeah and it looked moldy and i would say that this is on the bottom of the rankings for me this is so disgusting especially because i'm gonna admit sarah that when i saw him stirring it for the first time i thought he was making like macaroni salad like it doesn't look like cereal okay and why <laughs> why do people need their cereal pre-milked like for convenience okay but said. now the problem with it though is like nowadays they have those like cups where you could keep your cereal and the milk that it goes into like separate until you want to combine them so that your milk doesn't get soggy which seems like maybe what he was trying to do but no. it just is so disgusting and the fact that like ben and felicity couldn't even swallow it to me is like well that's like the worst yeah, I mean, it was vile. I would not try this. It just seems disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so a big F, like this would not make it to the next round of Shark Tank. That's for sure. No, definitely not. Um. So yeah, so that's Sean. He's still working on his his inventions. Um. But let's shift gears and talk about Elena and Blair this episode. Um, because we kind of get a little bit of an, an ending to all of this, right? Where Blair, cause last we saw Elena saw her friend Tara and Blair together, but mm -hmm. like she hadn't said anything to them. Like she was looking from afar and whew, Elena comes in hot this episode and I was here for it because she's threatened to kick people's ass so many times and it happened, and I was very excited about it because Blair comes up and he's like, "Hey, I left you a bunch of messages. Like, why aren't you talking to me? You me, 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 me." And she she warns him. She's like, "Get away from me! Like, walk away right now!" And he doesn't. And then she punches him in the face, and it was lovely. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of. I don't blame Blair necessarily for. Like, she just basically ignored him. Like, never was like, fuck you, never talking to you again. Or, like, left a note or threw tomatoes at his door or anything. <laughs> like, she just ghosted him. So, mm -hmm. like, obviously, if he's going to see her um, in the halls, he's going to be like, what the fuck is up? Like, where did you go? Uh, so, but anyway so like elena just like probably could have been like it's over like we are not talking like i know you cheated on me with my best yeah. friend and it's done um but in terms of like blair like he has like the audacity like he knows what he did wrong and honestly like if he got ghosted then he probably should have like figured it out um 
I, I like don't love the fact that Elena's like throwing punches all over the school, but I mean, I guess I mean totally like, justified in my opinion here. <laughs> he's a dick. He's a dick Plus, and he deserves she's it, also like under the stress of this test coming up, right? Like obviously Felicity, it's mostly about Felicity and her experiences right. with like this McGrath exam and all of that. But Elena is also in those classes and also under a lot of pressure to do well here. And so I think like between all this nonsense with Blair, I think she just wants to like put it behind her. And so she hasn't had time to like call him and be like, it's over. Instead, she's just like, I'm just going to ghost him and maybe he'll get the point of like, I saw you together and mm-hmm. we don't, we don't need to even have that conversation. Um, yeah. I mean, like Blair yeah. is really just like a waste of her fucking time, to be honest with you, especially when she has like this big test. So yeah. that's a really good segue to talk about this testing process in general because i don't know if i knew that felicity was still pursuing uh being a doctor because i remember that she was um had that meeting with the advisor and the advisor and she was talking about art and then all this like every single class i've seen felicity in has been language arts so i think that i assumed that she was pursuing something in english but she's fully in this episode says that she is be like trying to become a doctor or at least is taking the classes um to become a doctor with elena I guess I thought I knew. I mean, like, I think I thought I knew that she was still pursuing being a doctor because of the that what is it finally the episode finally where she has all these like exams and stuff and but the I, whole time she just talked about poetry and that's uh, fair that's and yeah because it was it was Ben and her had poetry together right mm-hmm. um and so then she I was yeah. like very knowledgeable with Noel about his literature mm-hmm. I and I don't think that I knew that Noel was a graphic artist that was brand new information for us definitely yeah i should have known with the mac because like i don't know you can always just tell but anyway so there's this big seminar that that okay i think i think i have this broken down there usually the seminar happens once a year there is usually 200 people that apply then the top 20 people take uh, get like who aced the test go to an interviewing process yes. and then the top 10 of those people get to be in the seminar and the seminar that sounds correct to me yes yeah oftentimes the seminar um gets you published into medical journals and if you get published into the medical journal it's very prestigious and you are very likely to get into your choice of medical school. So right. it is like a very pivotal thing to get into this seminar because it essentially opens up a lot of doors. And then obviously you go to medical school and then you intern and then you get to, oh, like on TikTok, I saw the matching day, you know, the matching day. You've never no, heard of this what, before? What is, oh, is this where you get matched with? the school the specialty the specialty specialty. yeah the specialty that you're doing so like like uh you know our friend alex he um got matched into radiology and that's like how he became a radiologist and i think it's very interesting yeah anyway so yeah so this is like suffice it to say that this is super super important and obviously to elena but also to felicity and i think the thing with felicity is that 
I think Felicity is a person who, when she like sets her sights on something, right? She's just like, okay, gonna be a doctor. She just puts her head down and powers through that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't stop to think, is this something I love and I've dreamed about doing? Like, or is this just what I'm doing? Like, this is the thing that I'm doing. And so she like, right. The whole episode starts with her, like holding her breath until like the, the second hand gets to the 12, which I've never heard of this as like a superstition thing. Um, but she was like really hopeful that she's going to be able to ace this test and get into the seminar and on and on and on. And it isn't until Todd shows up that uh, she starts rethinking things because it seems to me, Sarah, that since she's been entrenched in, in life at NYU and in this relationship with Noel and everything else, she really hasn't thought about art a ton. I just think it's been on the back burner for her. I agree. And I, once again, I did totally forget that she was um, an artist. Same. There's been so much going on, you know, it's hard to remember all of that. Yeah. So I think it was really interesting throughout because um, both Felicity and Elena get to the interview process. They are part of the top 20 of the best scorers and after having like a conversation with Todd about like, oh, like you need to like get back your child, like whimsy. Like, I feel like you're forgetting something. Like you're just like becoming a doctor because that's what your parents want you to do. Like you loved art. Uh, Felicity goes to the interview and basically like to be fair for Felicity like, I feel like she just witnessed somebody literally get hit by a bus. I wish that she would have said to the interviewer, like, I'm not in the best headspace at this moment because of this reason. But she's kind of in this, like, uh, daze. And she winds up in the interview saying, like, I think I want to become an artist because she is connecting to, like, what she really like to what Todd said, like she she's like resonating with it, and she basically, and then he's like he dim- dismisses her, which like I don't blame this guy because honestly, there are about a hundred and ninety nine other people that are very confident that they want to become doctors, and for somebody to be like I don't know if I want this, all right, yeah. like kick it to the curb, and I don't exactly think it's fair that felicity eventually gets into the seminar because i still think that there is probably um nine other people that really wanted to be in the seminar and really really want to be doctors that would have loved the spot and for somebody to be like a little wishy-washy about what they want like he's not saying like if you're not in the seminar, then you can't major in like medical shit. I, I think that most doctors are like in a biology major or something like that. Yeah. He's not they're saying like that a you can't do that. But no, like I don't think that you should be in the special seminar that can get you into one of the best medical schools in the country. Yeah, it's basically because she's the main character, right? That this is still happening for her. Yeah. But it's and- and if yeah. she got in and Elena didn't, I would have burned the whole house down. Oh, definitely. Elena deserves this more than literally anybody else. Um, but yeah, she she has like this moment where she's meeting with uh, Dr. McGrath, Professor McGrath. 
And she's just very unsure. She's just just like, I can't remember why I want to be a doctor, which obviously, like you said, is very much like a, okay, on to the next. Like there are, we have 20 people. I have to choose 10. That's 50%. This is an easy one that I can say, nah, we don't, you know, move on to the next. Yeah, I would, I would dismiss her. Yeah. Quickly. And this is where, this was like so jarring for me, these two episodes, because to your point, it's like, because of all the interpersonal drama that's been going on, I kind of had forgotten about like what Felicity was actually majoring in because also for most people, when you're a freshman, you're not, you haven't declared yet anyway. Like you're still new. Like you don't, you usually you're undecided at that point. Right. So it hasn't really been something that has been noteworthy for us on the show. And so then to have these two episodes where it felt like, Oh my God. Okay. Now Todd shows up, which we're going to get there. We will talk about Todd. We've mentioned his name a few times. We're going to, we're going to get into the Todd stuff, but for Todd to show up and suddenly her brain is like going in this art direction. And I was like, Oh, okay. Now we're getting, we're getting the flip of the switch. We're getting the Felicity is not going to do doctor things. She's not going to pursue medicine. Instead, she's going to go pursue art and on and on and on. But then by the end of the second episode, we're back on doctor path because of basically, um, uh, I guess Todd's life being saved by modern medicine. And so this is what gets Felicity to be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's about the people. The secret is it's about the people. Um, and so, yeah, she's just like, I just, I saw a doctor save someone's life. And I, I, you know, I just, I realized that, that, you know, that's what I want to do. And it all, and again, she, I do like Sarah. I feel like this is very, um, I think this is a little mature of, of Felicity to say, I like art and I like medicine. I don't have to choose at this moment. Like yeah, I do. I that agree is, with that. I think very that's... mature thought. I think a lot of us yeah. don't feel that way, especially at Felicity's age. We think we have to make this decision now and it better be the right one or it could screw up our lives for like ever, which yeah. is horrifying. Again, I will say uh, putting, putting that much pressure on people that are barely adults uh, and forcing them to make a decision on quote unquote, what they want to do for the rest of their life is like impossible and way too much stress for a person to handle at that age um, or any age really. But yeah, it's, it's very fascinating to me that like we start these, this two-parter with like the prospect of Felicity bouncing back to art. You know, she spends all this time in the art studio, um, which I don't know if you got any vibes, but I will say when we first get introduced to this rando she meets at the art studio, I was like, oh, are we meeting another love interest? Because I don't know. I just felt like because that. he was nice and said that he can, she can use art supplies. And because but... he's a boy and she yeah. is straight. <laughs> no, I know. I totally got those vibes too. But like, if you think about it, it's just so silly yeah. in that regard. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Like, I think that. I think that she's right. Like, I think that she, I mean, she really is correct. And it is something that as a teenager in college, like, it seems so, like, you have to decide right now. But she's right. Like, she can keep her options open. That's totally fine. Um, mm -hmm. But once again, like, what I disagree with is that she, then she probably should not get into this special seminar. But whatever. She's in this seminar good for her she gets in yeah basically because of the speech that she gives to the the professor of like yeah. i don't have to choose right now blah, I mean, blah, blah. no like she's right she's totally right but also then like let's like let's choose have someone who knows exactly yeah. anyway so um 
let's and 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 yeah i thought the, like the art stuff was interesting and i liked the the scenes where she was um doing the art and i like can we also like, just say can yeah. we confirm because this was something we debated in the pilot episode i believe of like they didn't show us the art and so we were like uh oh is she a shitty artist like are we in joey potter territory again I would like to say, without a doubt, she is a much better artist than Joey Potter. Wait, but like, had you, did we see anything? Besides, yeah, we saw her working on it. We saw, we saw her, her working on it, but we never saw any finished product. Didn't we? Did we see when she shows it to, when she shows some of her art to Noel? I feel like that's what we saw it, right? I don't think no. so. Well, now I'm questioning myself. I watched these episodes like twice and I can't remember. But right. I do think that like. I just I think she's better than Joey. Joey was not a great artist. I mean, like I can give her that, but like I swear I did not see any finished product. I saw swirls. I saw <laughs> swirls. I saw swirls. I saw, I saw something. Swirls. But um, uh, yeah. yeah. So I do think that she has talent. Um, I have something that I would like to throw out. Okay. Felicity should be a medical illustrator. Is this like the books that are in medical, like the, the yeah. drawings in medical books? Yeah. But that doesn't seem very fulfilling. It marries the two so that she can get, mm. actually make money. And then she could do whatever swirls that she wants on the side. I feel like the art she wants to do is a little bit more. And also the other thing I noticed about Felicity is she's not just one type of artist. Like she's, she does everything. She, mm. she paints, she does, she does a lot of different. Yeah. Shit. Her talents are an inch deep and mile wide. It sounds like. She's not. Uh, she, she does. She's working with charcoal. She's working with paint. She's like, I mean, she's spending all night in that studio. A the median salary for a medical illustrator slash animator in the U.S. is eighty three thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. Holy shit! All right, so by all means, please. Felicity. Now that is not a three hundred k doctor's salary, but she no. can certainly make that money. And then on the side, like I said, do whatever fucking swirls she wants to do. Yeah um yeah we really only get glimpses of her of her drawings when she's like handing them to noel but i still think they looked better than uh joey potter's hey sarah i know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well yeah well you know what book of the month made it really easy because book of the month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I, I, get, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also, um, I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful, high quality hardcover books, plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. 
Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, it's time. We have to talk about Todd Mulcahy because obviously he is like, his name is is the title of both episodes. He is a big figure in both of these episodes for many of the characters surprisingly enough um and kind of really jarring felicity into questioning what her major should be and also giving her a taste of her own medicine so for the background todd was someone that felicity went to summer school with when he was 14 and she was 12 they had a little bit of a tryst i guess but they didn't even kiss but todd they were says 12 years old let's yeah. be let's like yeah. remember all of this and all of this he was yeah. 12 years old when you're 12 years old that is literally seventh grade yeah and this man this adult man this probably 20 ish year old man decided that well felicity and i bumped into each other over holiday break and mm -hmm. i need to pursue it so i'm going to fly to new york show up at her dorm room like a fucking weirdo and just be like hey where's felicity i'm gonna kiss her how do um, you get her like exact address definitely like, it's one of those things where it's like his parents know her parents or something oh, that can and make sense. not only is he showing up there but he's like telling everyone oh i'm here to kiss felicity he helps megan pierce her nose <laughs> done very poorly okay hold on this guy is played by steve barra who was married to juliette lewis for no like, kidding yeah for um four years wow. but he is also a professional skateboarder and apparently he's... he looks like a professional skateboarder you think so and maybe it's the floppy hair but he i lived, definitely think he, looks like he lived with tony hawk what in the fuck yeah yeah he's wild okay. yeah uh he yeah he is oh uh oh he's uh -oh. a Scient he's a scientologist oh no that's it ding ding <laughs> ding we found it <laughs> that's that's what it has that's what he oh, is great. claims to Love have never that. drunk alcohol smoked cigarettes or taken any other recreational drug well wow good for, good for you, you Todd Mulcahy. good for you um so, uh, so yeah, so he shows up and he, of course he runs into Megan, helps her pierce her nose. Then he meets Noel because Noel is constantly in Felicity's freaking dorm room. And he's just like, oh, I came here to kiss her. And it's just like, 
what? And he basically his justification is, well, we got really close to kissing once. And what if she's basically the one that got away? And the problem is, Sarah, is that normally in polite, you know, modern society, you need someone else's permission to kiss them, Todd. You would you would think, yeah. He, I mean, like Felicity to him is the 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 what if, like what if we had worked out, and I mm-hmm. think that it is a little bit hard to live your life always having a what if. Thankfully, I don't have that, but I'm sure it would be very hard to live with yourself. And he's, we learn eventually that he's engaged, and I guess before. Oh! He, before he can officially commit to his fiance, he needs to pursue uh, Felicity. When, when I found out he was engaged, Sarah, I already hated this man. Yeah. Because I was like, sir, you don't own Felicity. Stop stalking her. Leave her alone. She has shit to do. Then I found out he was engaged. And I was like, what is this woman doing with this man? <laughs> she loves him and she loves his um, eclecticness. Uh, I was Ugh. pretty much like, yeah, let's like throw the whole man out, this fucker. Uh, but so, but basically she knew that he was going to New York for Felicity. And basically she did the whole, well, you know, you got to set him free. Free, and if he doesn't come back, then he was never yours, sort of thing. So it fucking like... set him free for good. Like this pissed <laughs> yeah. me off so much because, like, all the shit that we see Todd do for Felicity to pursue her, right? Like, first he obviously just shows up, then he like goes to the place of her employment and is like, "Listen, we're gonna kiss." I, he threatens her basically he's like i'm not leaving town until we fucking kiss bitch and then he gets her which was very sweet he gets her this little um like license plate thing with her name on it because of like an inside joke of when they were kids she would always look and they never had her name because felicity's not a common name and he had it basically made on etsy before etsy existed for her um but he's being a big old fucking creep he then leaves her this giant box of like stuff you liked when you were 12 which i have news for you todd yeah. she's not fucking 12 anymore no, she's not 12 anymore but she he did got, get her balloons which um love i balloons. love balloons how do you feel about malamars uh i mean like the thing with malamars is that like they're good until you have two like, that's fair yeah it's 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 less is more with yeah the, the first one is great and then the more you eat of them the worse they are like i mean i think that this is like all of these things are sweet if she wasn't in a relationship and she already told him like no thank you um yeah, she already said please leave and he's oh, like i've come to new york to get that kiss which is very menacing very <laughs> menacing of someone to say to you it's pretty and, menacing like, it also i think i would have like I feel like I would have been Felicity up to the point where this man is standing outside of the door when I'm taking the most important test of my college career thus far. Yeah. And he's just like holding up signs. Cause like, what if the professor sees and thinks you're cheating? Like, I'm just saying like this kid will not take a hint. He basically has her under duress to say yes, to go on this like date with him. And it's just, it's truly awful. And somehow, Sarah, he not only swindles Felicity into, like, going on this get-together with him to have a chat, but he, like, gets everyone on his side. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, he, I guess he's, like, a master manipulator because, like, everybody at first is like, oh, it's all McLean. But the more, so we have 
he fixed Noel's computer so that Noel can use Photoshop on his computer. So how do we feel about um uh Noel being a, a web design um uh, major, graphic design a, major? He's a graphic design major. I mean, like I'm fine with it. Like I don't I really think this makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I feel nothing towards it. Okay. Um, which is good. That's a good reaction, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first, like of course, Noel is threatened because Noel's always threatened. But he um, essentially he fixes Noel's computer and then they become buddies. Then Felicity asks Ben um, to like Ben offers to like basically tell him to that he'll take care of it. But turns out that they're all like old skating buddies. Um, Yeah, he just didn't know his last name because they were little kids, which can I just say the scene between Ben and Felicity um where she like admits like yeah i stalked you i need to know what it was like to be the one who's who's being stalked like was one of my favorites of both episodes because i love when she's like well i'm in a predicament again he's like who are you stalking now yeah that was so (laughs) funny that was so funny uh Uh ben like did that line very very well and then i love how sean had the follow-up was like yes or wait, you're being stalked, or are you the stalker? Like, yeah, it was. I thought so that good. was very good talking about meta, as you mentioned earlier. Really good. Um, but I love the fact that, like, I mean, he was buddies with Todd, and then like he invites Todd over, and then Sean and Julie really like him because apparently Todd makes like the best chicken ever. Makes such good chicken, such good chicken. That was yeah. such good chicken. And I forget, does uh, Todd have a run-in with Elena as well, where he was like, "Oh, that's like a he was a nice guy." I don't think so i don't recall them meeting well yeah he really gets everybody on his side eventually except megan because uh her nose is infected (laughs) yeah because megan forced him to help her pierce her nose yeah uh so yeah everybody everybody it's kind of becomes this like kind of funny thing where like felicity is like i can't stand this guy why is everybody like so obsessed with him uh, so she eventually agrees to go on this date with him after Noel gives the okay. And she goes on the date and he shoots his shot for the billionth time. And she says, thank you, but no, I can't have, I don't have the mental capacity for this. I have a lot going on and I really, really like Noel. Thank you, but no. And then again, he tries to kiss her outside and she's like, Thank you, but no, I do not want this. And please- call the police on this man. I know, please, I somebody. Know. And he like starts getting like a little aggro because he's like, "You're not. You're just like living your life. Like you're doing what your parents want. You're becoming a doctor. I know that you want to become an artist." And she's like, "You don't know me. Like you haven't. We have. It's been seven years since yeah. we spent any time together. You don't know me at all." And he's like, basically saying like proclaiming like you um like i might have lost the battle but i'm gonna win the war like eventually you're gonna kiss me i know it in my bones and then he gets hit by a motherfucking bus and i was like what the heck (laughs) i know i didn't until he stepped off the sidewalk backwards i wasn't expecting there to be like a bus incident um once he stepped off backwards i was like oh shit this guy's about to get hit by a bus um but but before that, I certainly didn't think that this two-parter was going to end with this man getting pummeled by a bus. And I was like, oh, shit, is he dead? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, I was very, uh, very surprised by him getting 
uh, hit by the hit by the bus. Yeah, he gets hit. I mean, honestly, justified, right? Like, stop stalking this woman. Leave her alone. Like, please, she doesn't want to kiss you. Okay. Yeah. You would um, think but- that like the bus would be the sign for him to let go, but like eventually when he wakes up, like, thank goodness, I guess. This mother, this dick bag still wants her to kiss him. He didn't learn anything. He didn't yeah. learn his fucking lesson. Listen, if Felicity's karma for stalking Ben is Todd being in her life, then Todd's karma for stalking Felicity is getting hit by a bus. And yet he yeah. learned fucking nothing. In fact, he's like, oh, as he's like, might fucking die. And, st- and this is Sarah, where I was like aghast that this, uh, his fiance ends up like staying with her, whatever. Well, like, the last thing he does before he could possibly die as he's going, like, the EMTs are taking him, rushing him through the hospital. He's a simplicity. Oh, my left pocket in my jeans. Because he wants to give her this note that she wrote to him when she was, like, 12. Instead of being like, call my fiance. <laughs> Tell her I love her. I know. No, okay. So this is the thing. Like, I feel like I would feel like Todd is a smidge more justified if they went to camp, like, when they were 16 years old and this was like two or three years ago the fact that they were 12 years old makes this so creepy it does i'm sorry but like you a person can change in like a year especially when that year is from going to high school to college but seven years seven years between the ages of 12 and 19 are pivotal they are certainly you are certainly going to be a different person after those seven years have passed and so it's insane to me that he is still so adamant about like he knows felicity and nobody possibly could know her better but like this gets into Felicity's head because she reads the note uh, that she wrote him and she starts like digging into the the little care package, right? That she sent him and she's watching Dead Poets Society and Noel is getting, I mean, let's face it, Noel, who liked Todd five seconds ago, is now in a bit of a tizzy about this because he's a little jealous baby and he can't handle that she's eating his Malamars. That is the perfect um, analysis for Noel. He just gets in little tizzies. Yeah, he's in he's he always is always in a tizzy about something. And oh my God, we have to talk about, don't let me forget to talk about Richard because I have shit to say. Um, But Noel is like very bothered by this. And I find it interesting, Sarah, that Noel didn't know anything about Felicity's interest in art N- knowing that they're now dating. Like, I just feel like that's something that comes up in conversation. You know what I mean? You would think so. Unless like Felicity is so disconnected from her passion of art that she just doesn't even think about it. But um, gosh, like I just feel as though he should probably Elias know that especially because like if he has graphic design and like like if that's his passion then you would think that it would get brought up ever once that's what I'm saying like it's something they could connect over right so that's it's really weird that yeah that they're not that he's not aware of any of this but she's having like a crisis because she's now wondering like oh my god is Todd right about me like i should i pursue art she's really tempted you know she doesn't really know which way to go she ends up spending all night in the art studio blows off nold forgets they have a date which 
Um, to be okay, that's fair for Noel to be upset about that, you know, uh, to be like wondering where the hell she is and why yeah. she blew him off. That's fair. I mean, she's usually very good at communication. Like, I'm thinking back to finally where she told him, like, oh, like I am going, I'm leaving this message, I'm going to go, um, help Ben. I will be at this location. Like, typically, she's very good at communication. So, if I was Noel, um, then I would be concerned about like where my girl's yeah. at, especially yeah. if they were supposed to have a date. Exactly. And so after Todd ends up in the hospital, Felicity visits him. She brings him some stuff that he liked when he was 14. Uh, and he still won't give it up. He says like, come on, we'll know immediately. It'll be electric. It'll bridge time between us or it'll be nothing. And so she actually Gives him a kiss, which I was like, a st- I'm like, girl, stop. You don't need to do this just because he's injured. You can leave. He can't catch you now. You know, like he, <laughs> he can't run. Um, But as she she gives him the kiss of death because he like almost fucking dies. But yeah, when he starts like, um, like, I don't know, blinking out or whatever. I was like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? I thought he was going to die and I was going to be so happy. <laughs> I was yeah I was pretty shocked that she kissed him and his heart rate goes like off the wazoo and I don't know what what happened I guess he like was I don't know I don't they know said he's I don't bleeding know. out like he he's maybe had an internal inter- injuries or something yeah so How? they wheel him away and then we're introduced to his fucking fiance who it's like also she was in some Disney Channel original movie I think like she looks so familiar to me Oh really? Um, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't recognize her. Yeah, but she it's like and but the weirdest thing is that like she, Rebecca, who's his fiance, knows Felicity because she's just like uh you know, I really love him. He's a little eccentric, but you won't find a bigger heart and it's like you mean he's crazy, okay? Rebecca, like I know we judged Felicity so hard and I still do because Let's face it. She didn't just visit like Todd's doing. She full on fucking moved. She ch- full on made different college plans to stalk somebody. Okay. But she also didn't go up to this guy and repeatedly say, you're going to kiss me or else, you know? Like, <laughs> no, but she did like <sighs> change his paper for him. Oh, she did God, like yeah. show up at his house a billion times. She yelled at him when the, uh, he didn't go, th- go um, forward with like the, uh, Halloween, the couple's Halloween costume. He, she yelled at him when he hooked up with somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like she was bad. Like she was really, she bad. Was really bad. Yeah, she did not say like y- you know like you're gonna kiss me right now. But also she was like she was assertive in her own way. Yeah, and but this woman is just like oh I told him to like you know go off and then whatever whatever, and then. So then we get like that, and this is must be the moment where it clicks in Felicity's head because she sees like Rebecca getting the news that Todd's going to be okay, that he like made it through surgery, or at least he's he's stable for right now. And Rebecca's crying and hugging the doctor. Okay, and gives Felicity a thumbs up. Yeah, um, such a happy moment. I'm so happy for Rebecca. That fucking doctor was too intimate with his rubs. He was, like, rubbing. He was, like, one little movement away from grabbing ass. I okay. swear this to God. so funny. I don't, I don't recall this, but I fully believe you. I just – I don't – I remember him being, like, very stiff at first when she goes to, like, hug him. 
Um, but I, no. I don't recall that. I was getting hard by hugging her. Oh no! I'm serious. Brutal. I was like, get off of her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she remembers that. Uh, medicine is about the people she wants to save lives she goes back to mr mcgrath dr mcgrath excuse me that was very rude of me this is dr mcgrath um i remember why i want to do medicine is because of the people which mm. i didn't really feel like that was like she's like medicine is about people and he was like okay cool like cool yeah. story. <laughs> and i i don't know that it was portrayed I don't know. I didn't feel like the scene with Felicity seeing Rebecca get the good news was enough for me to be like, oh, this totally makes sense that she's had a change of heart. Like, I guess, but it didn't seem like that big of a deal. Okay. I'm watching the doctor uh, now hug Rebecca. Um, she definitely leaps on him first. And uh, I don't think his, it I mean, keeps touching good. her butt. No, it? but he's like rubbing her back, like very intimately. It goes um, on for too long, in my opinion. I don't know. He's doing a couple paths. Um, I guess. It, yeah. Now we're getting into the too long territory. Um, but uh, but yeah. So this is what makes Felicity change her mind, and uh, and then we see um, like Todd and Rebecca getting in this like uh handicap uh van or whatever handicap accessible van, um, so that he can leave. And it's just like, wh why are we still entertaining this? Like why? Why is Rebecca still with this man? I don't she understand. Loves this. Jessica. She Ugh. loves him. Uh, so basically, <laughs> and uh, he says, "You know that kiss was pretty good." Yeah, I mean, sir. I know, I, I know. I wouldn't I really be happy can't. if it was me. I wouldn't be happy if it was me. But so upsetting. She, <laughs> but um, and I love that Felicity was like, "You have to go home now." Bye. Yeah, please leave now. It's time. And now you can't say no because you're in a wheelchair and your fiance is bringing you home. Um, <laughs> thank God. Get him presence. out of here. Yeah. Um, Todd freaking Mulcahy. When I read the title of the episode, I didn't think that I would hate this man this much, but here we are. Um, now, the one last thing we need to talk about before we wrap things up is the Richard and Noel storyline, because this is my new favorite thing. OK, this mm -hmm. is my new favorite thing that Richard and Noel are always at odds with each other. And like we have the one sided rivalry of like Noel hating Ben, which is continuing this episode when he finds out Ben is working at Dean and DeLuca. He's like, "Ugh, I hate Todd. Todd got him that job. Ugh, I hate him. Um, But I love this one sided or this this both-sided rivalry whatever this rivalry between yeah. richard and noel where richard has now decided he wants to install a satellite dish and he says well noel you're the worst ra ever and you're like sleeping with one of your advisees and if you don't allow me to get this uh satellite dish which you're supposed to like petition the board to get or something then i am gonna report you and you're the worst and when noel is like i literally can't do anything like my hands are tied i don't know what you expect from me this man, this man who we've said has no regard for fire safety, um, decides to weld in his dorm room. I feel like it's fine. I just. Do you know how much money welders make? They are rich bitches. Well, then why is he? He should be at a trade school then. Why is he here? Why is he at NYU? Like, I, and I don't even care about Noel. Noel annoys me 90% of the time. But this is insanity where he's fucking welding. And then on top of that, he decides he's going to be a, like, hand model representative. Yeah. Uh, this is phenomenal. 
I love that he wants to be a a hand modeling agent now. And all the women with the white gloves really did kill me. I'm not going to lie. Now, are you just upset because you don't think that you can be a hand model? Oh, no. You could certainly be a hand model. Let me see your hands. My my hands are not for models. Oh, they're ugly. I know. They really are terrible. You don't want my hands to be models. Maybe I want to be a hand model. You probably could. Yeah, your nails okay. are really nice, so I Look think you probably could. Please. Now I have a, I have, you know, like when you write, some people get the like bump. a little bump. Yeah, yeah. So I think that prevents me from being a hand model. Brutal. I can only do my left hand, but my. I mean, that right, might be okay though. My right hand is so much better. Oh. In terms of the talents that I can do. Yeah. Oh. Like. Yep. Yeah. I know where you're going. Um, <laughs> but. I love that Noel tries to like bust up this operation. And then I love the scene where Felicity and Noel are like having a quote unquote argument. And we see Richard like with the, like the, the flyer up and down, up and down. Cause he can't decide if they're breaking up or not. Mm-hmm. Um, That did crack me up. I love, I know people love Richard. I still think he's the biggest fucking idiot in the entire planet. However, I love the rivalry between him he and makes Noel. you laugh. Well, he's an idiot. A lot of idiots make me laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. Um, you know, it, it is like true that like a lot of schools have policies that you can't ha- run businesses out um, from your dorm room. Yeah, because Adam gone to academic probation uh, for having a business out of his dorm room. What business? i'm trying to i'm trying to remember but his mom told me about it that is hilarious and makes yeah. a lot of sense honestly the tracks, the tracks. yeah yeah <laughs> uh and then like he also got in trouble because he had too many parking tickets Jesus Christ. <laughs> um and yeah that's that's pretty much our our two-part episode that those two episodes were honestly such a roller coaster yeah <laughs> and really fun i think i enjoyed pretty much every storyline um to varying degrees like i'm happy elena's no longer with blair i think she deserves so much better i'm happy she's getting what she wants and getting in that seminar felicity's keeping her options open between art and and medical schools so she can kind of do what she wants we still have the you know the lingering thread of who julie's mom is but i'm sure that's like we're we're gonna get to that eventually yeah um i really like these two episodes as well and i am i'm enjoying the watching felicity now like i think at first i it was like a little bit of like a growing pain i was just like i don't, I don't know like i don't feel like she's very likable i mean i i think that she is a pill like a lot of 18 year olds are pills right and i think i like her more now that we've seen the comeuppance you know we've seen her have to deal with what the fuck she did to someone (laughs) yeah 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 um i also like how we forgot to mention like felicity was like no matter what happens with your mom like if it's good or bad i'm here for you just let me know i'm like a call away like she's being supportive and that's really good and her and alina are in a really good spot like she has like a really good group of friends um forming and i'm really happy about that yeah definitely um should we get into some feedback that we got this week about felicity yeah Let's hear what Temi had to say. Ready, set, go. Some say that they saw our heads go all the way around. Some say they swear they saw me 
push her in front of the bus. Mm. Some say LL was totally hot at this time. Listen to Over by Lindsay. You have Since You've Been Gone and then Over. I think it's a nice one-two punch of songs from this time. You're welcome. Speaking of punches, Elena did not issue empty threats. <laughs> Dawson, you make me so happy. But I have to make myself happy first. And that's the one thing you can't do for me. When Noel calls Felicity's art crazy, and then she comes back and says oh. that he can't solve all of her problems. <laughs> that's Joey and Felicity and Art sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. These episodes, two episodes, are a really nice platform for story arcs, big and small, coming forward. I think it makes sense that J.J. Abrams uh, wrote and directed. Um, I think at least the second episode I saw his credit. So, I mean, really big thing to monitor. I used One Tree Hill as a barometer for how many characters end up in a hospital on a show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nearly every character in that show was in the hospital. Maybe not Luke's mom and maybe some of the late season characters. But so far in Felicity, we've had a robbery and a person hit by a bus. And I'm going to watch Speed for the first time. Get some Keanu and uh, Sandra Bullock action. Oh, Thanks. Speed. Um, Timmy brought up a scene that we didn't talk about that I think that we should because... Mm -hmm. Um, because Noel basically brings up about the art and, um, it, it basically like, he's trying to fix her shit instead of just listen to her problems. And she like says like, you can't fix all my problems, Noel. And mm -hmm. Noel certainly wants to, uh, yeah. do, do we have any thoughts about this scene? Um, Mostly that I, I think this is going to be a sign of things to come where I think Noel is going to want to be Mr. Fix-It and play Mr. Fix-It. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's not always his place to do that. I think that's probably going to happen. Not I want to say often, but I think it's going to be a running theme with Noel is my mm -hmm. guess. What about you? I just feel like he is not supportive all the time of her which is yeah. a little alarming a little bit of a red flag yeah um well we'll put a pin in that um and let's see what dbk has to say about these two episodes what up though ladies okay a lot going on in this these two episodes a lot happened so we got ben now works at dean and deluca what do we think of this? Like Ben asked Felicity to get him a job there. Like kind of weird, right? <laughs> um, Julie is working or was working at her mom's law firm and sent her the tape and then finds out even though I uh, like she plays guitar and all this stuff that that's not her mom. We get oh under underrated. I got well, I mean, watch out, uh, for in the future whatever enjoy uh ben and javier together yes underrated goodness super funny stuff throughout the show so uh you know be on the lookout for that we get uh felicity becoming the hunted by todd mccauley showing up to kiss her funny stuff he everyone loves todd except for maybe megan 
because he gives her the like nose infection. Um, yeah, and uh, we get uh, Elena and Felicity getting into McGrath, or at least being top twenty students in uh, for McGrath seminar, and getting into McGrath seminar. Somehow Felicity pulls it off. Who knows how she does it? Because like wild that she says she wants to be an artist in the thing. Uh, Peter McGrath is like some Sarah Don guy. I recognize him from Princess Bride, Prince of Humperdinck, but apparently it's uh, Jack Skellington from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas oh. for people that like that kind of thing. And then showing up at the very end where the art student guy is Simon Rex. He's in the scary movies. That's what I like know him oh. from. But also, I know him as rapper Dirt Nasty. Anyways, till next week, ladies. Dirt nasty. Rapper named Dirt Nasty. Dirt Nasty. (laughs) Who are you? That is. Why is that the most notable thing? Dirt nasty. Dirt Um, nasty. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I watched the scary movies a lot when I was a kid. So that I definitely. Now that you said that, stands out to me. Um. Yeah, uh, I I can't wait to see more of Javier and Ben together, honestly, because I I really thought that that scene was very funny between them. So, do you think it's suspicious that Ben wants to work at Dean and Deluca with Felicity? Uh, I think he just wants a job and knows okay. that she works there and has an in. Okay. I don't think he likes her. No. Yeah. Okay. I he's, agree. He's with Julie. But... Um. Yeah, those are our two episodes. Um, just a heads up, we are recording early this week. Very so, early. Very, very early. So the only way you're going to be able to get feedback in is if you're listening to this on the day we release it on the 12th, uh, you still have time. If you're listening to it in the morning, we don't record until the evening. So send in your feedback, shit90spod at gmail.com, shit90spod.com, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, we also have to give out a winner this episode. Uh, Sarah, any any idea on who should be the winner of of this episode, or I guess episodes? I think I'm we. So, I'm sorry. The only thing that I had name I want to give is Dirt Nasty. <laughs> give the give the point to Dirt Nasty. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Um, do we want to? Last time we separated out the points. How do you want to do this? Do you want to separate them out again? So give one for a part one and one for a part two. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Give out two points. Yeah. Um, Okay, I want to give Elena a point for punching Blair because mm. she threatened to kick some ass and she did kick some ass. I hate violence, though. You deserved it, though. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Okay. Um, who do we want to give the point to in Todd Mulcahy Part Two? It's a tough one. I Everyone's think, a loser. I mean, I don't know. Ben got a job and he had a fun time with Javier. We can Was give that Javier episode a point. one or episode two. I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah, give it to Ben. Give it to Ben. Good old Ben. He gets. Ben. A, he has a job. He gets a point, and he rejects the terrible cereal idea. So yeah, easy enough. I think that was episode one. Well, then Elena switch it. Because yeah, yeah. I because I'm happy that Elena got in in her own merit. Oh, then yeah, let's do that on episode okay, so, two. Okay, so Ben gets for part one, and, and she didn't two. like uh, talk to Blair in episode two. So like, I'm glad that she like got rid yeah, of she's him. She's moving on. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then, would you like to hear the episode title for next week's episode? Yeah. Love and marriage. <gasps> Love and marriage. So. 
Yeah. Who's getting married? That's perfect for Valentine's Day. Wow. Look at us. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Absolutely nothing, probably. You hate love and you're barely and you're married. How dare you? These are all true statements. (laughs) What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Um uh well this weekend we're going to Indiana. And I'm going to go get my hair done. And we're going to go to a IU basketball game. So we got a little weekend of plans. That's why we have to record early this week. Exciting. Yeah. So don't forget to send in your feedback. Um, Of course, we also have Buffy Thursdays. We're releasing new podcasts about Buffy the Vampire Slayer every Thursday. And it is rom-com Feb, frisky Feb, whatever suits your fancy Uh, We released the Wedding Singer podcast with our guest, MJC. And coming up, we're going to be covering Never Been Kissed for the month of Drew Barrymore love, I guess. Um, Anything else, Sarah, you have to say about this before we wrap things up today? No, but thank you for everybody to listen. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back uh, very soon uh, with Love and Marriage. So stay tuned. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.